Welcome to the Much Chats podcast. This is the podcast with lots of banter and interesting discussions. We are two young professional urban planners finding our way around this thing called life. Discussing anything from politics to new music, clothes, cars and love. Vumi and Mzed live in Cape Town, South Africa and enjoy the finer things in life. Banana. Dog, mango, man. In fact, <laughs> have you seen Avocado? Anyway, uh, this is your boy, Mzed. <laughs> this is your boy, Vumi. And uh, this is the Much Chess Podcast. What have I seen? What Avocado? Have you seen Avocados lately? Remember like uh, like about a month or so, uh, two ago, they were hella expensive because they're out of season. Yeah, yeah. Getting but, them from Spain and shit. Yeah, but those things, like now, so the ones that are, that are already... Like ready and ripe, those are kind expensive. Okay. But the ones that are in like the packages, like four or five avos that are you know not ripe yet, they're actually quite reasonably priced. But here's the thing: they all get ready at the same time. So <laughs> now you gotta eat like fucking so five five avos now at one time at the same time. And, yeah, that, and if you don't, it's gonna go off the next day. Yeah. But you know what's in season is like mangoes. They're not in season, aren't they? Guy, we're like deep in March, April, actually. If you're eating mangoes now, you best believe those are the the, the runt of the litter. Is it? Yeah. I didn't. Uh, I got my information wrong. Yeah, no. Look. They look. They look like they were cheap. Though. Oh, and you're from KZN. You don't know when mangoes are in season, dude. Why are you acting like most of my life, most of my of my of my year, <laughs> I'm in KZN? No, no, no. You grew up there. Yeah. Uh huh. So how do you not know when mangoes are in season? Easily, dog. I just don't know. Actually, I don't think there's any South African who doesn't know when mangoes are in season. Bar some people who live in. Consent. When are they? When are they in season? It's from November to Je- to Feb. Yeah, summer months. How am I supposed to know that? Okay, clearly. Dog, do you know when maize is in season? Yes. When? It's a perennial crop. It I don't ask you what year. type of crop it is. It grows all year round. Don't mess with me. I grew up on a farm. Here's so the thing. Really here's the thing. Here's the thing. I just woke up. That's why. Ah, excuses. No, but am, am I lying though? No, tell me I'm lying. If I, tell me I'm lying. For the sake of our listeners, no, we yeah, exactly. We I'm engage exactly. with you fully awake. <laughs> yeah, I'm awake now, but I just woke up. But sounding uh, groggy as fuck on the podcast. Nonetheless, um, yeah, man. Uh, another week. Uh, a lot's actually happened this week, but when I was when I was uh, preparing for this uh, podcast today, you fell asleep. No, I did not fall asleep. <laughs> fiend. But I was, um, I uh, I realized that a lot is actually happening in uh, politics. A lot is happening in our own lives, and a lot is just happening in the world. And I was very, I was struggling. I was like, in fact, I'm not like, sure what, what you're saying. Like which? What do? How do you prioritize what to say? Yeah, I don't know what. Mm. I mean, I, what? What do you? What do you talk about? What do you? You know, what's important? Uh, which? Which? Which begged another another question to me. I was just like, um, what? Because uh, you know we have a platform of sorts, regardless of the size of the platform. There's a, a platform, <laughs> <laughs> right? a base. It's okay. there. Yeah. Uh, which means you have influence of sorts. You know. Okay. Or what you put out. Would so you know how people can you know like an editor right yeah so you weigh out the yeah so I was like and so that I mean I'm, I'm, this is a beautiful segue into 
you know the, the the responsibility of the media and what the media in South Africa has been doing. Okay, all right. right. I I foresee. So, so no no no. Uh, but I want okay. to hear your thoughts on this. Okay, wait wait wait. Yeah. So, what are your thoughts on uh, the recent uh, portrayal um, of the the EFF in the media? Oh, I mean, we, we all know what I, the, know, I know. I know. No, no. But I'm just asking your opinion here. Okay. I don't need you to get all technical, all blah blah. But like, what what, what is your opinion? Because like? I read a piece today, and uh-huh. I'll explain to you, you know, what I read. But yeah, go. The, My opinion of how the EFFs covered in the media, not in general, like in the past like two weeks. Um, maybe past two, three weeks. Well, I mean, I well, I my view of the EF, well, my media view of the EFF has been dominated has been predominantly dominated by a conversation that was held between advocate Dalim Pofu, um, this other journalist, uh, and Eusebius Makaiza. All right, we'll break it down. I actually am not privy to that conversation. Oh, yeah. So this this journalist, I should remember his name, was actually basically wrote a piece about how he was comparing um, the EFF at this present time uh, to the rise of the Nazi party in in, in pre World War Two Germany, <laughs> um, yeah, just to the rise or to the party itself? Or no, to the, to the rise, obviously, because the Nazis then reached like some ultimate levels of yeah. of skullduggery. Okay, um, but yeah, yeah. So he was basically saying that uh, that like certain character traits of the party. Um, and of the the uh, the CIC as they call him, um, reflects some of the Nazi Party and Hitler's tendencies. And and what, what do you think the uh, the 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 point of that that what they're doing is like bringing that stuff up? What does it mean? What does it mean to the the consumer, the 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 news reader type of thing? What is that supposed to mean? What are, what mm. message are they coming across? Well, I think I think the thing is a lot of people are trying to analyze what um, the EFF's rhetoric, what its rhetoric means, right? So I think I think there's a lot of analysis about how and what is being said, and also uh, Floyd Chimbambu's actions against a journalist also didn't help. But it doesn't matter that he was a journalist against another human, doesn't help. Um, so it's 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 more about the way like i mean because no but i mean uh, let's not say against another human Let, let's say it's a journalist dog uh let's you know we can't say we can't separate that from who he is like they they it's a politician and a journalist we, okay we, we, they are it is human on human but we can like so so what you're saying is that given the relationships between politicians and journalists then one should expect another person to be throttled no, no, I'm so, saying, I'm saying you you can't remove that from the conversation. No, no, but I'm the, saying you can't remove the fact that he's a politician and he's a journalist. So why you, not? Why? Because, dude, it's like it's like it's like um, it's, it's it's like saying it's like it's like having a a a headmaster beating on a school child, right? Yeah. And then you say, no, no, it's just a human on human. It's important that this one. No, is no, a, no, no, I'm a, not. A, say, no, no, that's what I, I'm saying. It's it's important. To say that it's not only it's not only you don't only say um, it was between a politician and a journalist. It was also it was it, th- that other person. You mustn't negate his humanity. 
from the situation so the person being assaulted right you say oh he's a journalist so that automatically implies that his profession comes with a certain level of not risk but with a certain level of expectation that one no, might be assaulted i think i think you, you you i think you're thinking that i'm i'm coming to the defense of the no no i'm not saying that I'm, but i'm I, saying what i'm saying is that uh, Floyd Chivambu cannot escape the fact that it's going to be viewed like that. Like, it, it, can't, it can't simply just be yes, viewed yes, yes, as yes. another yeah. human no, beating no, on I, another human or whatever. What I'm saying but is, I don't want to lend who, significance who, to the fact that the other guy's a journalist. Because, you see, what I'm trying to avoid is the whole vilification of like, oh, ooh, Floyd fucked up a journalist because he hates the media that's what i'm saying but that, but that, what i'm saying is we can't run away from that because that's what it looks like that's what it looks exactly like. and yeah. that's and and as you know in politics like it's about what it looks like yeah, yeah, yeah. but yeah anyway so i just think that um it's at a present moment in time where people are realizing that the eff to a certain extent is becoming more prominent in terms of the public discourse so i think they're attracting a lot more scrutiny and a lot more analysis from different from different people and different media backgrounds right so it, like before it was the the conservative right-wing media because yeah. of his comments but now yeah. we're getting more nuanced arguments I wasn't convinced by that journalist and his compare. I I felt like he was reaching a bit, yeah. but I kind of see where he was going with it. Yeah. So I re- I read an article, I mean earlier today this morning, which was talking about the the sort of the the blatant I don't know sort of uh, attack by the media to the to the EFF. Uh, since this whole thing of uh, land expropriation, right? Mm-hmm. Not, I mean, even though the party that's the big party in parliament to pass this thing without them couldn't is the ANC, right? Yeah. So even though they're the ones that were needed to to pass this, uh, yeah, that that motion, uh the EFF are still the ones who are bearing the brunt of it, right? Because, and his argument was that the South African citizens and white people in South Africa in particular uh, are sort of seeing the power that the EFF have, even though they are 6%, because, because they feel that it was their motion and their pepperepepiness yeah. to put it out there and they sort of feel that they were the ones that influenced the ANC to actually do this and hence they should shut them down. That 6% is a problem, right? Yeah. And he was also talking towards the fact that many media houses uh, have editors and senior journalists who are sort of writing articles and writing things about the EFF's uh, agenda and their their policies and stuff without doing their due diligence, right? Yeah. Based off what they are seeing or what or what the you know what the it's exacerbated to be. So basically, he made examples in the article of when uh, uh, what's her name uh, Far- Faraji, do you know the editor in chief of the. Um, 
is it Huffington Post or something? I'm not too yes, sure. Yes, yeah, it sounds uh, familiar. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Ferial Hefaji or some something like that. Uh-huh. Anyway, where uh, upon upon uh, seeing the video of Floyd and that journalist from Network Fear and Twintach, Fear and Twintach, being uh, assaulted. Yeah. Um, she said, uh, I'm I'm paraphrasing, but she tweeted. Um, and 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 you and you think uh this is you this is the party we are going to put in power over our dead bodies okay and so he end quote and then he was exclaiming at the fact that this is a whole editor of a newspaper right yeah how do you expect that person who's the editor of a newspaper to have impartialism or do her due diligence and not have an attitude towards a certain party um, and control over that media house and expect to have fair news towards the EFF, for example, okay? When someone says a statement like that, the whole editor or something, like how, how can you, the credibility when it comes to things pertaining to the EFF is a bit shot. Do you understand why, why, why his views are that? I understand, but it, okay. it's also yeah. naive. Yeah. Okay. Sure. It's naive. Yeah. But okay. No. No. But let let, let me let me let me continue. And like was, what? What are you trying to get at? Get at where you're trying to go with this. No. No. What I'm trying to say. No. I'm just I'm just talking about the article and what yeah. and, and what I what I drew from it, is that when so so obviously he he was saying that he's he he expects that sort of behavior that the media are portraying of the of the EFF from political parties and not from journalists so he's saying that he feels that journalists should have a higher degree of uh, impartiality when it comes to delivering news and obviously everyone has their own agenda but yeah. to blatantly put your own agenda out in the public like that in your uh-huh. personal capacity not as a, or whatever yeah it sort of brings your credibility of that newspaper whatever it is you know to to into question well okay you see because the thing this is the, why the, i'm the, saying because the big thing sorry to cut you off but the big thing was that there were everyone i don't know if you if you saw this at all like everyone in the in the media not in the, in the media on twitter and stuff was sort of the EFF has been being called like a fascist, a fascist, sorry, mm. fascist. Anyway, yeah, fascist. a fascist uh, uh, movement and party, and uh, Julius Malema as well is also, you know, in that uh, in, is just fa- spews fascism mm-hmm. all day long, and that has been. Uh, to be honest, I've heard, before like two, three weeks ago, I've heard that very very few times in the media in general but over the past since that uh that motion in, in parliament i've heard it i don't know how many times from all directions in the media well i think it's well i mean th- this response and the thing is y- you need to frame what media you're talking about because the th- i think th- th- this whole dream yeah, well, his idea was that th- his, his his point was that it was largely the, uh, the 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 media that is controlled by white interests but like but here's the thing yeah what tell me what the thing is, is the thing my thing is that like 
um no don't tell me what you think the world the, the world in, in general is, is i think waking up from a very naive phase uh, the belief that journalism and any media organization can be completely impartial is completely out of this is is completely false because i mean we've discovered lately i mean maybe in the days of you know them watergate things you know with the washington post and all that way yeah. where publications survived on the basis of their sales circulation numbers you know so they could hold some level of independence and impartiality right yeah yeah um but obviously the politics of that paper you know there's always the liberal paper the conservative paper the yeah. liberal channel the conservative channel the only the only channels that can try and i've emphasized try to be impartial are state owned broadcasters but those are the ones that are outright very rarely impartial obviously because they, uh, they protect the administration yeah absolutely. the administration in power so the thing is i think um what the what, what the thing is is that you need to what people need to realize is that like even the huffington post is an extremely liberal paper so the thing is their coverage of any right leaning or right wing um sort of political dispensation is going to be negative so because the thing we have with malema and the eff is that they their policies are not right at all they are to the extreme left right actually let me not put them even in the right see now i'm being affected by this fascist oh, absolutely they are extreme left right the eff okay but i think um what evokes these words of fascist and what 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 is um obviously from a level of insecurity that the white media feels around the issue of expropriation without compensation but it's also because of the inflammatory comments that this the that Julius Malema said a few days preceding that decision mm-hmm. so here, but here's the thing as well for me um I may have not done this article justice so I, I would yeah. want you to read it as well yeah but uh he, he, he was also just coming from the the standpoint that um from 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 a point where uh getting back the land so to speak right mm-hmm. um letting so-called africans back to the land and being the ones who control most of the land as opposed to white people in africa yeah. right he was very disappointed and largely at those people that i mentioned those those journalists or whatever yeah. including boma justice malala and some other people from Uh, the times magazine some mm-hmm. senior editor who was also black and his thing was that especially coming from those people knowing what the goals are or, or what in principle what it means to get the land back right yeah. not 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 about screwing white people whatever screw them let's get the land back you know not mm-hmm. that point like what it really means he was saying it's taking it's taking them back for those young black people who Are, uh, are deprived of said you know yeah. generational wealth and letting them so and as as the consumers of that type of information right yeah of course we all, we all have to take information by the media with a pinch of salt at times you do your own research yeah but when you talking to the masses and the way information is coming at us so quickly in this day and age yeah that stuff tends to stick a lot quicker you know yeah. it's easier for us to just listen 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 as opposed to just read 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 you know or or, or go figure out and find out new information mm. so in his mind he so what i got from that he was saying that he was just disappointed that 
it was journalists um and and i say that they come from these white media houses but it, it's largely the actual journalists who have a pos- who have a, a duty really is what he was, his cry was you know what i'm saying so instead of like instead of spewing all these things uh like fascist and fascism and stuff he felt that they have a more duty of yeah. being uh more impartial in yeah. in showing evidence per yeah. se of that policy evidence i see i see, I see what you're saying just yeah, the chat yeah, yeah. that malema is going yeah. out there saying he's gonna cut the throat of whiteness which really is not i understand why people are mad yeah look But the thing is I, the thing the, is it's it, it, i i just felt like i understood where he was coming from yeah but at the same time obviously journalists are going to be journalists as well they're going to have their own opinions look i think at the end of the day um i think what what i i, mean, I need to read this article you but really what do. i what i feel it negates is um the fact that a free and independent media is as young as this democracy do you understand what i'm saying so they there is to a certain extent there is a there's a large emotive feeling when it comes to freedom of the press and journalists being assaulted or being threatened so i think the south african populace or the intelligentsia are very 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 aware and and not paranoid they are rightly worried because it's not it's not only the, the little scuffle between Floyd Chimambu and and some network 24 guy yeah but it's also network uh, 24 yeah network 24 no no network um, uh, 24 so so it it's 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 also this this increasingly hostile attitude that the government it's the administration itself maybe the past one I don't know about this current one um and and uh and and the political parties themselves the DA included. So the thing is I think um I understand where that where that that author is coming from but yeah. also um I think this whole notion that one must divorce oneself completely because you're in a certain role I think you cannot expect that from from someone who's not a spy. Do you get what I'm saying? Like you can't like So, and that's another thing with social media is in like how do you know that the Watergate journalist wouldn't have tweeted fuck Reagan or whatever right yeah we don't know that because that kind of social interaction didn't exist yeah so my other question would be how do we then now um ad- how do we then advocate impartiality in a time where one's most intimate thoughts can be shared at the press of a button Yeah. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yeah. So I can understand how when she saw that she got pissed off and just jumped on Twitter and did the most. And it's not the first time that would have happened to a, a, a human in the public sphere. Right? Yeah, but but I I get that, but at the same time we come on, okay? Like this is not some some journalist who who's an intern at a media yeah. house but also i mean i think you're giving the huffington post too much gravitas fam no, not, they, it's not it's not about the huffington post though for me that's what i'm trying to say like it's it's about the the level at that the person is an editor yeah. in chief fam yeah. so they have control of a lot of the stuff that gets pushed out they can 
They can make edits. They yeah. can make what I understand. And, you're and saying that she, yes. she's laying her politics bare. Yes, that's what I'm saying. By working for the Huffington Post. No, you're she's not. already laid her politics. No, you're not. Bare. You know, but you, what you're saying is that like if someone works for the DA, they're letting their politics be. They're not though. That's actually a bad example. No, fine. listen to you, but working for a political party. You are definitely laying your politics bare. Have you ever have you ever heard of uh, uh, um, what's it called? Um, Changing the pot from within. I please look that. Have yeah. you never heard that? I've heard. I've, hey, okay. I've heard that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway, look, we're chowing off the episode on this thing. No, no, but it's a it's a valid. Like uh, I feel it. No, I feel it. <clears throat> I need to read the article, but yeah, also at the same the time, I like I this whole like oh wait journalists must be these i mean not even judges are these impartial beings so like why are we giving a hard rip on journalists now in terms of the eff being called fascist and whatever look that's white fear but also i don't trust your boy julius like f- from from a, i will not trust him i don't trust Dude, I, don't, I don't but trust malema more than i, tr- I don't trust, trust cyril, cyril or, or any other or my, my thing i know so that, but but that's the thing though for me People, it's, it's the way you say things, right? Not mm-hmm. necessarily you, mm-hmm. but it's the way people say things when they say, yeah, I don't trust my limit. When you say, when you go uh. out there and say, no, I don't trust the EFF. What are you saying then? That you do trust everyone else? Like, they, yeah. they, they, by what you're saying, it sends a message, yeah. right? So yeah. it, it's hard to... Yeah. To, to divorce yeah. as you yeah. said like it's hard to divorce what your message yeah. is from what yeah you, I, 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 think, just, I think I think for a long time uh, and I, I think, think I think South what Africa, people South Africa what, shook for me yeah they're shook but you know why they're shook because the thing is that um, it, and it's not only a South African thing that's the problem I think is that people think that this is uniquely South African because yeah there's a lot of black people who just hate uh, white people out and out but it really it's a global socio-economical phenomenon the reason the EFF is gaining traction the EFF wouldn't have gained such traction in the late 90s early 2000s never that's why it didn't exist like even like I mean the the counterpart of the EFF of that political era would have been the PAC and it didn't even make it onto the ballot like no one voted PAC. Like people say, Mandela himself was shocked but, but also, that the yeah, PAC yeah, didn't make I mean, it into has, parliament. Hashtag wokeness wasn't lit like that. But that's, that's what I'm but saying. But that's the thing. Right? For me, in those days, it it, it is yeah. social media though because in those days you you never knew if people had these quote unquote radical ideas that you had, for example. Yeah. Or it, you didn't know that it could radicalize people yeah. or it could awaken something of people that had that they yeah. thought about. When everyone was being yeah. told, no, 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 peace, 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 yeah. peace. Uh, so, so know? the thing is, what I'm saying is that is like, for a very long time, the the political discourse has been moderate. So I- everything has been moderate. You know, the a- ANC would chuck a little. You know, we need to address the issues, and then maybe like. So it's been moderate because, um, as did you watch that video of that whole discussion about whether Mandela sold us out, whatever. With Sisu and Pofu Walsh, uh, um, was it like a the big debate? Yeah, that debate it was on YouTube. They did it during s- Human Rights Day. You should watch it. I, anyway, think, so I think I've seen clips, but not the whole thing. So yeah. it's a thing where it's like politics has been very moderate for a long time. Moderate in order to facilitate 
social cohesion and then facilitate development so we're getting to a stage where that's not working right there's no the development is not working because we've had um, nine years of a government that's been fully an administration that's been fully about self-interest right not that the the previous one wasn't but the previous one was performing a bit better than than the one we just had so the thing is um is that now south african politics is entering an era of the extreme right yeah. so whereas before you had a minority extreme party uh that virtually disappeared some people say it's the da but whatever and then you see the fa freedom front plus was the best tiny so no one listens to them yeah. but now you have a party that um is extreme left they have six percent and people listen to them because also they've got amazing pr managers behind them and i am still questioning what your boy went to did in london where he met that other red over there and then the next thing you know um the eff came back all organized so it's not like there's no one behind the eff right uh, and i think the thing is uh, i mean it speaks more about the media environment in terms of um who will come out and fund because the things we saw with ann7 and the guptas as soon as the guptas as soon as they crumbled right yeah. their whole alternative facts sort of news source thing is like out the wind like they're getting kicked off dstv uh and and all that yeah so but then the sad thing is like why did an alternative news source have to be based on a corrupt empire do you get what i'm saying yeah yeah so why can't there be someone who funds an alternative news source or or, or whatever so i think that media in this country is predominantly liberal it's predominantly liberal but it's also predominantly um white owned so obviously you're going to have heavy rhetoric or fear and paranoia and also majority of journalists are white but also why i stress liberalism more than race is because um i mean eusebius has wrote some brilliant articles about how you can be pro-black and be liberal yeah because a lot of people are saying oh no you can't be liberal if you're black you must be for you must be for like extreme uh, redistribution yes. and you must do everything just us and what what but like you don't have to be you can be black and be liberal yeah so i think what you're what we're probably seeing is that we have a lot of new, new up-and-coming journalists and editors who are of that liberal sort of sense where it's 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 like they want redistribution they want alleviation of poverty and all of that but they don't necessarily ascribe to the heavy rhetoric that a certain political part and it's a shame because like the eff brings some very good points to the table now in terms of them dominating the the popular discourse i have some reservations about that because them like because the ANC now is basically just taking the discontent of the nine years and turning it into votes right that is, this constitution is not going to be amended they're not going to touch it they're just gaining votes and then they're going to they're going to speed up the process that already exists because what what the problem is now right is you're shifting the land debate right from uh it's shifted from something that existed in the extreme left realm and then they're bringing the land debate to the center so what's happening is that people are now what's happening is that the anc is hijacking this radical left dialogue and bringing it to the center and making it more palatable in order to score votes yeah no uh, i get that but i i also not sure if you can outrightly say that um it you know it's it, it's 
simply just to gain votes and nothing's going to be amended their constitution won't be amended i think it's a bit naive for us to think yeah that that is outright well, well, defin- well, definitive you understand what i'm saying if yeah, you watch yeah. that video the the the, the that that the, uh, mandela the human rights day one um no it's a very lit um, I'll, I'll, discussion I'll, I'll, i'll go i'll go back and look it's brilliant but yeah um but yeah man i just wanted to bring that uh that, that chat forward but uh speaking of stuff that's been in the media yesterday uh or the, or the day before um convicted uh, racist Vicky Momberg was sentenced <laughs> to to three years in prison with one year suspended yeah uh, so that's amazing yeah and i was actually saying that i won't lie i'm not uh, like it sounds great but every time i feel like you know the, she won't actually even serve much time in jail or anything she's because we always get that you know we always fall for the, the okie doke every time like it, it's like yeah yeah remember when, when what, happened, what happened to Oskido Oscar man Prostorius. oh no i was like how oh, Oskido <laughs> nah. now <laughs> nah man but like yeah. i always feel like uh, you know if, if if you if if you're white you will be all right i think it's if you have money you'll be all right Simple as that. If you don't have money, Afri Forum will will back you. Yeah, if you. That's Look, the thing. The thing is, the if the legal fits, the legal system agenda, the re, right. the legal system has sent a message. It's like you can't say these things. I don't know if it's the legal system that's saying that. It's the legal system. It's no, the judiciary. The legal, the legal system is the is the tool that was used, but no, it's the judiciary. No, it because the judiciary is now saying. Listen. Yeah, yeah, that our yeah, judges, that, uh, that that branch is what's yes, I understand our what you're saying. Our judges won't flip flop here. They'll tell you with that you said this thing in this context, you will go to jail. But there's a thing, Bumi. Do you think if 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 if, if, if there wasn't like such compelling evidence that was universally in South Af- in South Africa nationally uh spread through social media and stuff, uh do, do you think that they that didn't play a role in the sentencing of this thing no it did but what we're talking about here is that it's about sending a ma- so momberg you can say she's unfortunate she's she was in the unfortunate position that her well not unfortunate she was in the position that her actions were recorded and widely spread yeah. so the thing is when you widely spread that you you not only insult that one police officer yeah. but you now insult officials a, a population of officials a country no, no, right but yeah, also officials. Of, of officials i think that's another conversation so, that yeah. made it even worse yeah. the fact that she wasn't just saying it to yeah. a particular any particular yeah. person it was to a person yeah. appointed by law yeah. you know so like, that's why i'm saying it's in a that way because it won't stop uh guy in khaki shorts and socks up to his shins saying that word to someone yeah maybe at an atm or something yeah yeah. right and that person might necessarily not go to jail yeah but what 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 it does send a message is that this is no longer condoned not only morally but legally yeah so if you do an action that it attracts enough attention and hurts enough people you yeah. will be taken to task no absolutely and yeah. and uh, i i absolutely welcome that and exactly. uh, sh- shout out to i'm not going to try to pronounce her name right now cuz i for, uh, i forgot it but cuz i don't want to butcher it but that magistrate 
like shout out to her man you know she she did her thing yeah, yeah. and um you know I, i'm just yeah i, I just re- I, i just really wanted to see the cell man she's going to see the cell i mean even and for yeah. a good amount of time She'll in fact it. if she sees herself for for six months i'll be okay because yeah. it's But not yeah. like she 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 actually you know like physically hurt anyone or yeah. murdered like she must see herself yeah. so that you know she teaches all these other people who but I like think what I, what i don't racist what disappoints me is that you know uh white people have come out saying like oh what about malema when he says about cutting white people but throats. hold on does that disappoint you though really honestly tell me the truth if that really disappoints you it disappoints me in the sense that no one well not no one but i'm saying is that like is that what you're saying what, 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 objectivity what was, what was the point it's act, is that what you're saying objectivity dog people can't be objective right they just see how oh, one of our own is being crucified yeah. you know for obviously doing something so, that we normally so, that so there was an interesting do. point that that uh, eusebius made um a, and he said um and he said you know like it's like uh, it's like you were saying it's like why do white people ne- feel the need to 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 detract from to deflect from her action it's like it's not that it's not that she is white and therefore racist but she is a racist who happens to be white so what 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 he was actually trying to say what he was saying was that like why do white people feel like it's an attack on them You, you you get what I understand do you yeah, get what I yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah. saying yeah, yeah. it's like why do they feel like we're attacking we're not attacking you white people we are attacking racists who say these things to black people now, because so, so so now they know what profiling is like okay no but it's not even but, profiling but but, but I understand yes I know but what I'm saying but what I'm saying is that they feel like they should protect they should they feel like they should speak for their own right they that's what they feel like because they feel like if we if if South Africa punishes a white person for doing something regardless of what the person did we're punishing their whiteness too do you understand that's no, how they but, feel uh, but that's that, and i'm saying yeah, yeah, and yeah that's, and that's that was what UCBS was saying yeah. it's like we're not punishing anybody's whiteness we are punishing somebody's racism that happens to be white absolutely right and it may be if there's some uh crazy ass like black person who shambles a white guy or something and says you cracker or freaky or whatever yeah uh, because those are so hurtful yeah well yeah you know <laughs> what i mean there's also the power dynamic yeah. but like yeah so if that happens where someone clearly saying i'm fucking the shit out of you because you're white yeah. or i'm berating you because you're white yeah. that black person will also go to jail yeah and they should yeah that's the thing yeah. but it's not about him being black it's about him saying racist things to another person but i've never seen this type of uh a thing from a a a a, pop, a group of people that are a minority in a country right but have a majority of wealth yet still feel attacked yeah. do, do, do you understand what mm, i'm saying mm, I, mm. i don't know where the, where else that happens in the world like it's like Bumi is it's it's like it's it's I don't know it's like, I don't I actually don't I don't I don't get it. It's like oh it's imagine all white males were like you know what you th- this is too much you guys are like you guys are again like you guys are ganging up on us. You know we we feel like we we are being put in a corner yet you are the ones that are winning yeah. fam. How Look, are you so cuz cuz the cuz the thing is I mean they cannot I think what happens is like you, you also have to realize that yeah dog it's really rolls it's a, it's a it's a minority um 
No, it's not Rory Rose. No, no, Rory Rose gave them the. No, 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 no. He he helped no. them. F- he, he, no, no, he, he, no. He, they, let's be honest. No, no, wait, wait. Let me because I was gonna make a point okay, that, that make, negates that. Make your point. Uh, what I'm saying is that they there isn't a level of introspection within white people themselves in terms of how they must deal with these things because i mean and that's and that's the conversations people are point. trying to have with them and is saying it's like look guys you guys created a system so what we are critiquing is the systemic thing we're not attacking you as a person we're attacking a, a system that was designed for you so the thing my thing is that they they are so possessively invested in a system that it's hard for them to introspectively look. And one point from that discussion, that Human Rights Day discussion, one guy stood up and said, look, and he was a white guy. He's like, look, white people never had a leader. He was like, you black peeps had Umatiba who said, right, guys, this is the way forward. Let's do this. White people never had that. For all their history in this country, they had a kleptocratic, criminal, elite administration. Yeah. Right, that happened to give them some crumbs, yeah. and now they're possessively invested in that system that gave them some crumbs. Yeah. But the truth is, they're all crooks. You saw after democracy, they were run away. Yeah. So the thing is that there isn't, there isn't. That guy said it like they, white people don't have a leader who will come and sit to them and say, guys, let's introspectively reflect on what is making us feel this way. And I think that is the biggest problem, right? But the thing is, that leader has to come the thing is that leader can't just be any white person right yeah. it can't just be any white person yeah and i'm not saying like we should have segregated leaders i'm not saying that yeah, I, yeah. I fully believe malema can represent a white person or Cyril can represent a white person or uh, uh zil can represent yeah. a black person like i'm not saying that but what i'm saying is that there's no I, in fact doesn't even have to be a white person but there's yeah. no uh person with a, a, a sort of some sort of moral authority in the white populace that can actually be like guys let's introspectively sit and maybe it doesn't have to be one person maybe it can be just sitting down with your white friend and saying dog this is the sitch this is what we're talking about i'm not attacking you you you're cool you're my boy but i will call you out on certain maybe on certain things that i feel some type of way about yeah but trying to calmly explain and that's where but i think that's but Vumi, that's what that i think that's where most black people get annoyed with is the fact that that we have to do that with yes white yes people. yes I understand. why do we have to come at an angle for their protection yeah. and their feelings yeah, yeah, you know what i mean definitely. and that's what most people that's mm. what gets most black people angry mm. because they're like no but why are we why, yeah. why are we catering to them yeah. you know what i mean yeah. why yeah. can't you just sit down at a table yeah. and think objectively then no it's it, it's, you know? it's it's one of, it's one of those those tough things because at the end of the day just just being at each other's throats doesn't get you anywhere and at the end of the day the ones that pull the strings are the ones that are going to no one no one likes to be told their shit it's mm. just like with men as well yeah. men don't like being told that the system has been geared to 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 yeah. to like to for them to succeed yeah. and and not women that women have to work yeah. twice or three times as same hard. thing they don't for, like to hear for, like for, for heterosexual that's, 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 that's why a lot of males keep quiet for 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 women's issues and they're like hey look man i'm also yeah. battling my thing you're like the fuck fam how do you saying you're also battling your thing right like especially when it comes to to black males right mm. or or black men or black uh sorry males of color or whatever mm. like how are you not like you you'll go and cry about racism at work but you won't chat about sexism at work 
Yeah. Come on, fam. Yeah. Look, double standards. And this brings segues brilliantly that, yeah, man. into my next topic uh, about, uh, and this is like, it's a story, it's breaking, it's been breaking the last few days um, about um, sexual um, misconduct and sexual abuse at Grant Thornton. Uh, I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. I saw oh, that. was shocking. I, I didn't, I didn't, I, I saw an article. Yo, yo, Correct me yo, if I'm wrong. Yo, yo. Yo. This lady right executive she was, she was a director yeah executive director or something she accused uh, someone a head of some department yeah of sexual harassment that started about a year ago uh. and as she, soon as she reported did that, it to hr yeah and as soon as yeah. she did that she uh, her employment was terminated her employ uh, they reported it apparently right she reported it yeah and then they were like oh we understand and then they took it through their processes yeah and then they told her like yeah no like they suspended that guy but then they brought him back as a contractor yeah and then she was told that her job would be secure whatever yeah but then they put her on some three-month contract whatever and then they, they actually they let her go not renew it, basically they chose not to renew it and then they are they, yeah, they and then no they put her under some different contract and then they made her report to someone who had not even half of her experience and had no qualifications and she had to report to that person yeah fam it's hectic and then, so the, she was an indian indian like yeah. a woman of color yeah right and uh a, a, a lesbian oh man. but then they didn't like she didn't disclose that from her past experiences at her previous work yeah she, she was victimized that. because she was she was uh lesbian lesbian so and then it was brilliant because then other women started calling uh, and described exactly the same behavior, fam. There at Grant. Yeah. Same guy, even. Online, man. And the thing is, but you know what, what, what actually, what, what sometimes, like, I'd like to understand. You know what, like, these, these, these big companies, right? Mm. Uh, when they say uh, it's going to go through our internal processes, that's the most dangerous thing a company can say. Fam. You know what I'm saying? Because that's saying... It's none of your business. Let it go through our... We don't know what your internal process is. Yeah. We don't know who heads up your process. How? What kind of bias they might have towards... Exactly. Were there women on this on this panel? Or if there was a panel like uh, that decided this, that in this process, that internal process? Like, that's very scary when, Shocking, when, when companies say that. And this, the, one of the other ladies who called in, she described, like, they... Like, he, this guy, they went on a business trip. Yeah. That ended up he lied. They, it wasn't actually a business trip. It was just for him to get her like alone. An and then and then like they, he was like, now nah, we should sleep in the same hotel room for like you know to save costs. <laughs> and it, it's yes. not funny. It's shocking. Yes. And then like he and she, and then like yeah, she was like, oh that's weird. Anyway, whatever. And then she went to the bathroom. And then, uh, then when she came back, the guy was in the bed, naked. No, no. Yes, yes. That was just like, like a blatant shocking. setup, dog. So then this, so this story broke with the with the director lady. She 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 spoke to Eusebius Makaiser. Oh, was she in, in the studio? Yeah, like they pre-recorded the show. Then he played it. I think two days ago. Oh, okay. Well. Uh, and then now someone else called in. And then another person called in like these last two days. Yeah. And then today, I think, or yesterday, the executive director, this lady from Grant Thornton, came in to be held accountable. Yeah. Guy, 
your girl was just saying like standard like uh cannot confirm that at this time yeah because you know how eusebius asked questions yeah, like yeah, to the yeah. point where it, and ew, it was shock it's shocking fam it's crazy and like now already uh, i saw images of clients now sending in emails c- cutting their relationship like dropping grant thornton like because they, they're accounting and stuff like that so, these accounting firms though like, these accounting firms are treacherous but yeah yes. it's uh sex uh, sexual abuse in the workplace is right and, and here's the thing dog it happens uh, and we talk about these big companies that it happens at but like these small companies as well dog and those are the companies that it's like say you work for i don't know some some small company where there's only like three or four people in the company Fair. and sexual harassment can happen boss but who do you chat to who do you go the hr is buddy buddy with the director what do you like what what there's one like some like, places don't do you even do? have hr bro. you know what i'm saying the hr like, is the accounting person and like you think they've done hr and you're like you know what i, I kind of i don't want to mess up my money right now because well, that's that's the only just yeah. the, uh, it's it's very tough man and that the director um lady she was she's like one of the top forensic accountants in the country yes yes yeah. nah, man yeah it's and this episode has been hot and heavy yeah man but uh yeah man i just want maybe we should end off with the the happenings of uh, <laughs> this week uh from starting from monday uh with regards to rocking the daisies i know you have uh, a chat about that but uh basically yeah rocking the daisies if you've seen anything on on social media is that they've been going through the most with regards to back like back people have been giving them backlash i'm sure obviously p- p- you know like uh, there are festivals that have had much w- worse Worst backlash. but um this was yeah so this was pertaining to the, the the tickets that went on sale like the whole registration thing the whole camping thing it's actually a lot it's a as i think about it's it it's a lot and it's a I, lot i actually kind of don't want to get into yeah, it yeah no but basically you 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 went <laughs> on on two occasions so, so yeah two occasions nine so o'clock they released tickets on monday uh at nine o'clock so obviously you know everyone's goes in there to get the cheap tickets the uh, ticket site gets booked in less than two minutes gone you can't access in you can't even get tickets so i was like ah, everyone complained on facebook whatever then they were like okay what okay, do you mean everyone okay. you also commented yeah, yeah, yeah. i commented i was like oh because <laughs> what did you say because no no i, was I actually like, never saw your comment what did you say i said it's like what well, is absolutely uh your your ticketing site is absolutely unacceptable <laughs> um uh first of all it wouldn't let me pick the number of tickets i said i was gonna buy yeah. so then that's what made me i was like what's going on and then yeah. as soon as i refreshed your tickets were sold out so that's that, that's yeah. not kosher uh and then the second day then they're like okay we'll release more tickets um so then they released more tickets the second day i was there a zero nine zero minutes zero five seconds. seconds on the select two tickets click there all right accommodation now select and i was confused i was like i don't know what accommodation how am i select this accommodation like do i put two two camps or one camp i didn't no, they weren't very clear on that it wasn't very well. clear. so then i put two and then i now see the total 2800 i was like oh, wait no so then i go up and then i i reduce the number then it says are you sure you want to do this because it may result in resubmit so then i was like yeah i'm not gonna pay 2800 yeah. click okay it 
jumps, takes me out of the, the selection page. Boom. Sold out. Booked out. So then now I it booked out and it had an asterisk and it said, Oh yeah. If you like it, some tickets might not be purchased because people are still deciding. I was like, where was my time to decide then? So it so I would refresh and then I could select tickets again, then go in, and then it would say in the time that you in the time it took for you to click order now, the tickets were booked out. Oh my god. That goodness. that is the most annoying thing. And it's like how fast of internet must I have? I it was <laughs> shocking. And then obviously they released phase two yesterday. Yeah, was surprisingly, yeah. I think they just put. No, it was today, because uh, they had taken it away. They're about to jump from yeah. phase one to phase three to make much dosh. But anyway, so they sorted it out today. Sounds the camp selection. Yeah, and 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 uh, but like yeah, today's thing was I, I was on there just to see what it's gonna pop. Obviously, they yes. were just selling festival tickets, not camping. No, yes. but um, yeah, it stayed up for like five minutes. I was like, oh, okay. So you know, mad tickets. And it's like they, it's like, it's not like three years ago anymore. Like where where companies didn't realize how much internet traffic there actually is. You know, yeah. FAA was the first company to make people realize. Oh snap! Like maybe this is a mistake. People, uh, people are online. Like they want these these free tickets or cheap tickets or yeah. whatever. So it's not like IT companies or even service providers don't know that these volumes exist, but they still don't do shit to be prepared. Yeah, I don't know, man. But and it's just and it's just. Uh, and now, it's just that the cost—it's so much more expensive, bro. It is. They better. Like last I, last I, year, it's not the, last last year. How much? How much did you spend last year? Okay, for someone like me who bought a ticket like really early on. Yeah, you bought those very early bird ones. Yeah, it was the like, December ones that yeah, they didn't do this. And year. there was it was like six something. Yeah, six something, dog. I paid for, the, like, for everything. Ticket, camping is all in, all included. You know. Now, how much did I pay last year? Now, Vumi, you paid how much now? Seven, now I seven paid forty-five. Seven forty-five. But two tickets for, for that's just one four nine see, for seeing groove. Just for, not see, not for not occupying the, the land. Not for occupying the, the land. land. No, that you and that you have to. We're gonna spend about what, like another five hundred, because you wanna see. Uh, uh, the, the 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 priority the priority can be because you, you wanna see I the water closet. It's gonna be full. Obviously, dog. They're gonna tell you how it's toilets. full. You can't. You can't get the priority camping. Patreon. I will not. But that would be very, very bad. Did you manage to get camping? Nah, dog. Anyway, it's shocking. But we'll see it this month. I'm ready to put the money aside. Just uh, I want to be ready, you know, because it's on the 26th or something that they that they're opening it up. So no, no that's the phase three, isn't nah, it? No, no, no. That's for the for the camping now. It's the 26th. Something like that, yeah. But I think also phase three will be around that time. Oh, but okay. Yeah, I like. You gotta be quick. It's just a you know, fastest finger first. Shocking. Yeah, but it's uh, it was yeah it was a bit yeah. of. Yeah. But to end off, um, shout out to my girl for getting uh, accepted into the HR program. Who's at, your girl? At, you at, at Vodoka, I can't release names. Huh? You deny to release re- names. You want me to release names? Did I have released names? I mean, I guess you've you never released names. I actually have, dude. What do you mean? Anyway. One so why are you denying? One day. Why are you denying? Bro? One day. <laughs> one day. Very dangerous. Um, very very yeah. dangerous waters you're trading on. So congrats <laughs> to her for getting. Can we stop making it? A, why are you getting in here? I'm not getting in here, Doug. Um, no, continue, man. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what happened? Got what accepted happened? into the HR program at Vodacom. Oh. Um, yeah, she studied HR, so that's what you wanted to do. Yeah, so employment. Yeah, look. But she oh. was already she was doing business analysis at EOH. Okay. Um, a learnership, and then like Vodacom just hit her up, and they're like, "Yeah, come through for an interview." And then next thing you know, now she's yeah, 
No man, Snapped congratulations up. to your to your girl. Yeah, we shall name unnamed for now. <laughs> mm? Um but anyway, um <laughs> yeah, congratulations to her, dog. Yeah, yeah. she must change uh, Vodacom from within. She <laughs> <laughs> must change hey? HI Vodacom. But yeah. you know, I was also thinking I'm like, yo, now she's going into the corporate sector, you know, and I'm hearing all these grand thoughts and things. I'm like, yo. No, but dog, that's something you always got to wherever you, wherever your girl work, works, you, you, that's something you have to fear. My goodness, I can't like I can't imagine. Like, that. think about, th- forget about the corporate. Wherever she works, with me, that's something you have to fear. Yeah, wherever she works. Nah, man, I don't know why people need to be treating women like this. It's crazy. Yeah, that's why I get I get tra- like I, I I get like an anxiety when my girl uses public transport and all this thing. Like, cause I know what what goes on there, dog. But it's also from my own personal as a guy. Like there's some things where you just don't like. It's not why you. Do, that's creepy shit. Yeah, but it's the it's the it's being socialized to do that though, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Socialization 101, Yeah. So. But, I don't know. Yeah, Maybe it's because we're not high-ranking executives. Maybe there's something in your brain that goes cling, and then you think you can do anything. No, it's the money, dog. But actually, it's not. Because even guys that don't have money, they still feel it's just a it's just a power dynamic, really. I think that's what it is. Some real consequences need to start coming. Just like now, there's consequences for for throwing certain words out. Now people need to they need to be serious consequences about how you treat women. Yes. Yeah, man. But uh, yeah, man. Let's just uh, maybe we should uh, clock out. But yes, just to just to say some things. Um, I saw that the 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 the, uh, the IPP thing we we're chatting about last week. Just to update people, the court rejected that, so that stuff's going ahead. Oh, rejected. is it going ahead? Yeah. Nice. nice. So the court rejected those uh, that interdict. The interdict. Um, uh, and another thing is that shout out to Spotify. I've released uh, <laughs> Apple Music <laughs> officially. Yeah, look, man. Signed the contract. And and uh, done. Yeah, I'm good. Like uh, done now. It's, it's and and it's such. It was and I was telling you that it was such an easy decision to make. I listened to to Spotify for literally not even a week, and I was convinced. I was like, Yo. "This sounds better. There's no glitches." Like, I don't think I've. I think I probably had like one glitch, and that might have been to do with my phone or something. But like, it, it's been smooth sailing. Can download go to the next song. Downloading downloading songs is so fast. Uh, the quality of the music is great. Dude, like, Spotify. I'm is like, the how one, do man. you not? Like I'm, I'm just moving. Like it's, it's a simple. It's, uh, Apple, Apple Music doesn't need my money anyway, yeah. so they'll be okay. But yeah, Spotify, I'm yeah no, Spotify, Spotify is great. No, so I'm enjoying it as well. Shout out to them. And yeah, man, uh, it's Easter weekend. We just wanted to wish all our listeners a happy Those Easter. Observing. Mm? observing. Those observing. Those observing. Now probably also have Muslim listeners, Hebrew listeners. Yeah, but it's a it's Jewish. It's a, Jewish it's, a, it's, a, it's, a it's a holiday, right? So I'm wishing them happy holidays, but it's the Easter holidays because in South Africa we choose to 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 cater for the Christian holidays, right? And like we must cater for Ramadan and those things. Yeah, but young Kippur. I'm 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 very much about that. Catering for all these, I want holidays all over the year. Awesome. And it's so tough because, like, literally, there's like some. Uh, Muslim employees who can't like they they get told shit about wanting to take Ramadan and stuff off. Yeah, and it's not a public holiday. That's the worst thing. That's what especially I'm saying. in Cape Town. Like at least you could make it a provincial thing. Yeah, yeah at least you could. Because there's a lot of Muslims in Cape yeah. Town, and maybe and, and maybe kids that don't like that. Speaking of that whole religion thing, it, it it just strikes a chord when you uh, that whole Apple Trollop thing today. 
Was it today where they had the priest come into their chambers and what? pray? Oh man, oh, what? No. It's another conversation. LIP is day. going flames. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> there was a lot going on. But yeah, man, um, we just yeah. want to wish everyone a happy holiday for this weekend here in South Africa Be and safe. also in South Africa and also in the Western Cape. We also want to wish everyone there a happy holiday. Um, <laughs> everyone there in the Western Cape. Yes, and in South Africa and in South Africa as well. This is not South African dog, but. Uh, <laughs> So yeah, we wanna we wanna just uh, say have a good time with family. If you're gonna be with family, if you're gonna be friends, have a good time with friends, and uh, yeah, just take care of yourselves, man. Really? Yeah. Do you wanna do you wanna give us a king of the week or my girlfriend? I I she uh, your girlfriend. So who are we giving it to? My girlfriend. Yeah, but oh, dude, we always give names for the king of the week, dog. My girlfriend. <laughs> Oh, like you're fighting this way too hard, dog. You're gonna get whenever, whenever she's gonna listen to this. I'm telling you, she's not gonna. Enjoy okay, it. no, 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 <laughs> no, no. Uh, huh? Okay. Nah, it's a uh, king of the week goes to Flace Moosey. She knows who she is. Oh, like, I sound like a rapper. Nah, 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 nah. Sh- shout nah, out to nah, Flace Moosey. Shout out to my babe. Yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> you know who you are. You out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, but but no, nah, no. Nah, congrats. All right, congratulations to her. She gets King of the Week. And uh, yeah, man. Uh, that's uh, let's that's get it. out of here. Yeah, let's get out of um, here. But yeah. So yeah, this has been your boy MZ and your boy Vumi, and this has been the Much Chess Podcast. Thanks for listening. Cheers. Dank. I'm not